Welcome to this new life podcast. It is our desire that you learn all of the benefits of the abundant life that you have in Jesus Christ, so you can live your life to its fullest. Listen and be encouraged. Hello to everyone. God bless you and welcome to Hope Alive Conference. I am excited to share with you the goodness of God, the mercy of God, the grace of God. I pray that this time together will impact your life forever. That this moment in time, these words, collective words by Pastor and myself and Joselle, Mylene, and all the, the speakers, the guest speakers will change your life. The meetings throughout the day will change your life. That is our hope and our desire. That's why we have these conferences, so we can impart to you and praise God as we're imparting to you, the Spirit of God is imparting to us as well. So we're all here together, needing God, loving God, praising God, learning and growing in the grace and knowledge of God. So I am excited to take the next few moments and share what has been on my heart for all of you, everywhere. I just wanna take a moment and think, who's out there? How precious you are, how important to God you are. Whatever you've been through, God is with you. The Lord is with you, angels are with you. We are with you in prayer. We are with you declaring life and health and joy. What a strange year this has been. I don't know about your country of origin, what happened in that nation, but in the Philippines, we started 2020 with a volcano. We should have known then, uh-oh, we better pray because things are getting intense. But God is even more intense. God speaks to us. God encourages us. I remember when I just, was saved years and years ago. I was at a conference. It was called Jesus. It was a Jesus rally outside with tents and speakers. And an elderly woman came out on the stage, much older than me. She must have been in her 80s. Her name was Corey Tenboom. And as she was speaking, and a little background with her, she was a Holocaust survivor. She, by accident, quote unquote, or God's orchestration, amen, was released from one of the, the death camps. And as she's speaking on that stage, I was only 15 years old, 16 years old. In her message, she said this, one of the words she said, no matter what you go through, there is no pit so deep that God is not deeper still. Whew. Now I can say that, and I do say that, but with her backstory of saying that, how deep is our God? How powerful is our God? He does not just come into our situation. He girds us. He comes in. He goes deeper than the situation and holds us in his hand. So I'm, again, thrilled to be here with you and to impart some of this beautiful glory and grace of God no, we're not in an auditorium hugging each other, 
but nonetheless, we are together in Christ and everything we do, may you have an encounter with the Lord. I pray that throughout this day, there will be visitation because we ask God for that. Well, this conference, as you know, Hope Alive, pastors Josella and Mylene really felt it in their heart as, as this is knitted and orchestrated throughout the world, churches doing, declaring the word hope, declaring hope, declaring love, declaring this aspect of our God, declaring no matter what, we are here for you, God is here for you. We were going to, Pastor Paul and I, well, he might still speak to you outside, but it's so cold. And I was all bundled up and ready to go outside. And then the wind was crazy. I said, Paul, Pastor, if I have an option, I'm going to be roasty, toasty, and warm inside the house. You can freeze. But I was going to use it as a metaphor, maybe he can, that even though the wind is very cutting, even though times and things you go through can be horrible. I know by God's divine creation that the storm will change, that the cutting cold will cease. Because why do I know that? Well, number one, I'm in Florida. And, and when we get a, a cold front like this, it doesn't stay. So I know that by the geography, I know that by Florida, the state I'm in, by its, its pattern of weather, its location to the equator, it dictates the weather here. But you know, the word of God dictates also that no matter what storm I go through, no matter the, the biting betrayal, no matter what hopelessness many feel, and I pray as I'm speaking to the brethren, the believers, the, the precious blood-washed atoned <laughs> saints of God, that you are never hopeless. Though you might feel the wind and the waves and the vehement anger of political systems, you might feel these things. And amen, we do. But we know our house is built upon the Lord Jesus Christ. We have dug deep and we're digging deeper still. What we're doing today is digging deep. And when we come to him, we hear his words and we do them. We are considered by the Lord Jesus Christ as a wise person who built his house upon the rock. And when, not if, but when all these storms come, our hope is in Christ that we will not fall into ruin. Praise be unto God, and we shall not fall into ruin. Well, hope is alive because Jesus is alive. He is our hope. Now, the word hope, let's just do a little word study here. The word hope in the Greek, Greek is elbis. And it means to anticipate, usually for pleasure, anticipate that meal, anticipate with joy something about to happen. As a noun, it means favorable, confident expectation. Hallelujah. 
favorable, confident expectation. Where does that come from? Not the world. It comes from God, comes from Christ. Everything by Christ, in Christ, for Christ, through Christ. Everything comes from the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the movements of the Holy Spirit, the orchestration of our sovereign God, that this hope that comes from God, it is not a hope like the world, though, praise God, when you feed people and you speak encouraging words, a sinner can do that too, praise God, because it's within our soul. All created beings can impart hope, and we must, and we do. But then there's this divine hope. It's the breath of God upon any situation, favorable and confident expectation, a forward look, a forward look with assurance. Woo! Now that gets me excited because I know that involves every precious promises of God, every great and precious promise of God. Elvis refers to the future and the unseen, such as in Romans 8, 24 and 25. For we were saved in this hope. Our salvation is hope. Our life is trusting God. We hope with, with beautiful expectation of his promises and his presence to be revealed. I hope in that. And it's not, well, I don't know. I'm hoping. No, I hope in all the promises of God that is favorable and confident expectation. When I prayed or when I said all of us, all of you shall have an encounter I know that because we're declaring his name like that beautiful song. It is the name of Jesus. It's speaking his name. And within his name is, is faith and hope and love and mercy and all the attributes and all the, the pronouns and all the adjectives. Everything is described in, in the scriptures that our God is great and merciful. And he is our provider, which gives me hope. He is my forgiver and redeemer that brings me hope. He forgives me. He restores my soul. All of that is hope alive. My situation is not hopeless because God is hope. So praise God in Romans 8, 24, 25, it says, for we are saved in this hope, but hope that is not seen is not hope. For why does one still hope for what he sees? Whoa, you see, faith and hope, we hope for, and then we live in the promises of God. Hope is a constant thermostat. It's keeping all things calm. Hope keeps everything working toward the prayed petition. Hope steadies me. Hope for the future, knowing all shall be well because I serve a living God. Now, hope commonly is used to like, I hope all goes well with you, like wishing somebody something. It's strength 
is the strength of a person's desire. That's more of a natural hope. I do hope you have a good life, of course. But in the Bible, hope is the confident, as I said, expectation of what God has promised. So hope is heavier and more glorious and deeper than we might have considered it before. What, it's the expectation of what God has promised and its strength. Where does hope's strength rest? In God's faithfulness. These are, this is the language of the Bible. These are the words of the Bible. These are holy words, powerful words. These are the precepts. These are the decrees of the word of God. This is the theme and the theology of the word of God. Praise be unto his name. Every time we sing, as we started this conference with these beautiful songs of worship and praise and declaring what he has done and what he is going to do because we hope in his word. We have great expectation in his word and that is our hope. We have hope in the atonement and that we have hope when we read the scriptures because we have believed that our name is written in the Lamb's book of life. You know, when uh, the disciples came back from casting out the devils in, in Luke 10, and they said, wow, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I beheld Satan fall from heaven like lightning. But don't rejoice that the demons are subject to you. Rejoice that your name is written in heaven. Hope from the beginning of the Bible to the end. That my expectation, my joy, my assurance and confidence comes from the scriptures that declare I am redeemed for I have believed in God's son. And whatever happens here in my life on earth, that God is with me, for me, in me, angels surround me, and I will praise my king. Hope heralds praise. Hope, a person of hope, heralds encouragement. But the one who is sad and feeling hopeless, we impart to them. We do that, yes, by our prayers. We do that by many avenues, but going out into our cities and touching people and bringing them food or clothing, blankets, whatever you can do. If you have no money to do that, you, you tell people about the love of God. Of course, we do all of that, but then there's a certain time that love must be shown by an embrace or by food or by something. And that is God. God, God is always showing himself strong to us. And we in turn are always showing the love of God in, in action to others. So what is the strength of hope? His faithfulness. Hope is in every verse of the Bible. It is in every message of the Bible. Hope is God's doing. 
It is his giving to us. His mercy, hope and mercy, faithfulness and love all work together. Hope springs forth from the throne of grace where we are called and beckoned to come and to come boldly. And when we're at the throne of grace, we never leave the way, the same way we came. If we came wounded or hurt, we leave filled, we leave full, we leave redeemed. Well, you are redeemed, but restored because the place of God always has his presence and his presence always comes and heals. Praise the Lord forever. So every, every page speaks forth hope. Every verse, every theme of the Bible, hope is God's and it's a gift. Like all gifts, we boast not in it that it's ours. It's his that we are expressing, amen. Hope springs forth, as I said, from the throne of grace. Hope springs forth from atonement from every page of the word of God, every parable, every chapter echoes out. God loves us and is with us. He will redeem us. God will take care of us as we seek him. That is hope. Hope echoes out, you are not alone. I will read a verse here that I just love. And I wanted to play the song, but we're not allowed to play um, full songs. So I want to read some scriptures about this song because, again, every verse, every theme of the Bible is hope. Is no matter how you feel, cry out to God and he will come to you. Glory, glory to God. Isaiah 9, 6 through 7. This is the New King James Version. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders. Woo, that gives me hope. Not the governments of the world, and though I pray for them and I pray for our leaders, but God's governing power and God's governing precepts and decrees are what keep us we're not only sane, but order in this world. We are the salt and the light as he is the light. Bringing order, his name, the moment we speak his name, something glorious is happening. And the government will be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called wonderful. Well, that brings me hope. Counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. Well, I just want to praise his name and shout hallelujah because saying those descriptive words of my God, he's not only judge of all the earth, which he is, and I love that. For some that's scary, that brings me hope that God judges all things. Oh, he is glorious and all his acts are glorious. Though our situation may not feel glorious. But hope in God, my friend, hope that God and his word, his spirit moves and we wait on him and we love him. 
for unto us a child is born. This is the entire message of the, of the Bible from start to finish. It's the red thread of redemption. It's all about Jesus. It's all about coming to us. It's all about the son. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And of his increase, of his government and peace, there will be no end. Ooh, there will be no end. One day there will be no end. <laughs> we will live in the eternal realm of his glory, grace, and we will not be on earth on earth being ambassadors and diffusing the fragrance of the knowledge of God. That is our mission now, but we will be forever with him in, in the presence of God. Even as discouraging as political systems and the world can be, look up and remember God is with us. And we are called pilgrims and all of us are called foreigners here. And we are here for a moment in time to bring forth his beauty, grace, and salvation to mankind, to declare what Jesus has already brought forth. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Well, that gives me hope, just reading the word, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever, forever, glory to God. And the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. He is performing his word. You know, when circumstances come in like this storm and you're overwhelmed, I'll tell you what, my friend, worshiping God will overwhelm what's overwhelming you. Speaking his name overwhelms and subdues the enemy. Speaking his name and praising the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords overwhelms the depression, overwhelms and flattens the scheme of the enemy. Proclaim the goodness of God. Sing out, even in all your tears. If you're so depressed you can't get out of bed, okay. Sing in your depression and watch what God will do. His name is glorious. He is wonderful. He is the mighty one. He is the counselor. He is the everlasting father and the prince of peace. Whew, that brings me hope. As I read these scriptures to you, I pray that everyone touches you, heals you, delivers you, imparts the glory and grace and the breath of God as they were written, must have been there. For it is the inspired word of God, is the breath. For all scripture is God-breathed. So as I speak the God-breathed word, may the breath of God come into your room and as you hear, miracles will happen. In 1 Timothy 1, 1 through 2, it says, an, an apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the commandment of our God and Savior and of Jesus Christ, who is our hope? 
to Timothy, my true child in, in the face, grace and mercy and peace to you from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. What a way to start a letter. What a way. What a way to start your day. What a way to start anything with according to the commandment of our God and Savior and Jesus Christ, who is our hope? Who is our hope? Hope is not only a subject as we know that, Jesus is our hope. Timothy 4, 1 Timothy 4.10. For it is for this we labor and strive because we have fixed our hope on the living God. We have fixed our hope there. My, where is your hope fixed? That, oh, my boss might give me a raise. Well, that's a prayer and that's a concern. Or where is my hope fixed? Remember, hope is where's your expectation, your confident expectation, your knowing there's favorable expectations and mercies to come your way. We hope in God. I pray God speak to my boss. I pray God speak to those who can aid and help my life, of course. But my hope is fixed on Jesus. Fixed. You know, the word fixed is almost robotic sounding. I'm, my eyes are fixed. I am programmed to look to him first. God is my hope. Christ is my hope. And Apostle Paul opens his letter this way to Timothy and to the church that our labor and what we do, we do because of all of the word of God, yes, and what we are commissioned to proclaim. But our hope is fixed on the living God, anchored stationary, stationed, bolted in, fixed on the living God. Romans 5, 2, through whom also we have obtained our introduction by faith into this grace in which we stand. And we exalt in hope of the glory of God. So, the full counsel of God weaves faith and hope and passion and commitment. And all of it is meshed together, fixing our eyes on God. And it's all about hope, hoping in him. Romans 15, 4, for Whatever was written in earlier times was written for our, our instruction that through perseverance and the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. Wow. Now let's look at that verse. Let's ingest it. Let's take a moment, get a sip of your coffee and think about that verse. Romans 15, four says, and I love context and we could read all of it and you should because context, context, context matters. Romans 15, four says this, 
for whatever was written. Remember, all scripture is inspired by God and is profitable. All scripture is inspired. All scripture is God-breathed and is profitable for correction, rebuke, instruction. All of our theology, all of the themes of God that the man of God may grow and the man of God may be mature. Hallelujah, man or woman of God. And it says here, for whatever was written in earlier times was written for our instruction. No, we are not Old Testament believers anymore. We're in a new covenant, but the scriptures are holy and to be studied for we see the hand of God move and we never place them in a, in, a, in a basement or say, well, they're not needed. We read all the word of God, understanding, of course, we are not under the law. We are under grace and we are in the new covenant. But the, the word of God in its entirety is a message for all of us, though we are, as I said, new covenant believers. But it says all things written, even in earlier times, they were written for our instruction that through perseverance and encouragement of what? Perseverance and encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. So you shall have hope from prayer. Amen. You will be infused with hope from worship. You can have hope from the encouragement of others, praise God. But when you can find hope in the scriptures, you will never, never feel hopeless because the scriptures are alive. Why is hope alive? Because the word of God is alive. Christ is alive. His word is not like over there and we just need his presence. His word is everything his you cannot separate it he is the living word he is god and he speaks and his words are holy and his words bring hope alive praise be unto god i'll end with this i'll end with this it's such a beautiful verse again in romans romans 15 you know romans is a book about hope alive because it's about our righteousness imputed to us, given to us, accounted to us because of faith. So when Abraham believed and it was accounted to him as righteousness, when you believe you are made righteous, glory to God. So the whole book is about hope. The whole book starts out with how hopeless man and the condition of man, and then how faithful our God is to redeem us. Praise be unto the Lord. Romans 15, 13, and then I'll, I'll end with this. I'll close. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy. Now, if you are a believer and you understand hope, you're going to have some joy. So, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope 
by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Lord bless you, my friends. The Lord take all of your anxiety and free you. I have to move my scarf here is falling down. <laughs> you know, we just got like out my scarf. But may the Lord free you from all depression, worry and fear because hope alive, hope in Christ, he is alive. And his breath is hope, his, his graciousness is hope. And I fix my, my eyes on him, my faith on him. And yes, we have tears. We have moments where great tears fall. Well, may the Lord take these few verses that I've shared and this encouragement that I've shared and touch your life. I have so much more to share here, but I have to be generous and share the time uh, with my honey, which I am um, privileged to do. So I'll talk to you later. And let me just pray over you, okay? Paul, will you come here, baby? I want to pray over the people. I want to pray over you. And together, we stand with you. We thank you, Lord God, that no matter what people are going through, that you are alive. And because you are alive, hope is alive. We speak to those who are depressed and filled with fear and anxious that the spirit of God, the grace of God, the mercy of God would flood into your life as, the, as chaos might have flooded into your life. Oh, but God raises up a standard. He is so great. He will lift you high as we pray right now that hope and mercy and this moment, no more discouragement because God is alive and hope is alive. Would you pray some more over the people, honey? Praise you, Jesus. Father, we thank you that our hope is in a person and his name is Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. And that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yes, yes. And from Genesis to Revelation, we see the character of God revealed of your faithfulness and your goodness. From then until now, Praise your faithfulness endures from generation to generation to generation. Oh, hallelujah. I thank you that we will taste and we will see mm. that the Lord is good. I thank you for an invasion in people's situation Praise and circumstances, Jesus. bringing peace, bringing wholeness, bringing strength, bringing courage, and causing their faith to be alive because of the hope that you have you, sustained in their hearts. And we thank you for that in Jesus name. God Amen. bless you. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. We believe that God's powerful word can bring a change in your situation and transform your life. So we encourage you to share this message to your family and friends so they too can know of the new life that God has for them. If you prayed to receive Jesus for the first time or was simply blessed by this message, we invite you to connect with us. Follow us on Facebook at newlife.ph, Instagram at newlife underscore ph, and subscribe to our YouTube channel new life media ph you can also email us at connect at newlife.ph we will be so glad to hear from you to support the ministry please visit newlife.ph slash alabang slash give your generosity is greatly appreciated god bless you